Hello and welcome back to another episode of the JC3 Show. I am your host, Trey Collins, coming to you from the beautiful South Texas land, where I hope everyone has enjoyed a wonderful week, and I hope everyone is enjoying their October so far. Hope everyone's enjoying all the sports that are going on as well. We got everything going on right now. We have MLB playoffs. We have NBA finals. Uh, we have college football, NFL football, uh, tennis going on, golf, golf still going. <clears throat> a lot to get into. Uh, but today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, week five NFL picks. Uh, some call, I'm going to pick some good. Uh, four or five college football games. And then I'm also going to give you my pre, uh, reactions to the NBA and MLB playoffs as well. So a lot to get into, and let's not waste any more time. This week started off horrific for me. I had the opportunity of going all the way to uh, Austin to watch the uh, UT Longhorns play. And I was excited because I get to take my family and everything like that and my take my daughter, my two-year-old daughter, to her very first uh, football game. And so as a dad, I was so excited to watch UT. And UT is supposed to be back, I guess you can say. But they looked horrendous. I mean, I had a great time with my family. I had a great time enjoying everything about the game, about the atmosphere. It, it was kind of I, – I hate COVID. I hate everything that's going on with COVID right now. But I'm not going to lie to you. It's actually pretty nice being kind of separated from everybody and not crunched all together, all together with 105,000 people in the stadium. But just disappointing to see how the Texas Longhorns and Tom Herman have that team playing right now. It's just, it's just horrible, to say the least. Uh, this team has a four-year starter and uh, quarterback – they have weapons at the receivers, including Eagles. Uh, defense should be unstoppable. They should be getting the five-star recruits from all over the land. But yet they always lay an egg one game, one game a week, um, a year against a team that you should be handling. TCU shouldn't even have been in that game, but yet Texas allowed them to stay close and even take the lead. And it shouldn't have been that close, and Texas should have won that game handily. So if you're a Texas Longhorn fan, and I'm seriously thinking, Tom Herman's probably not the answer. He had a he's a mid major coach. He had a great run in I think Houston, other programs as well. But he's not a, a if you're this off season up to this year is over, throw all your money into getting Nick Saban or whatever the case may someone higher up because it, that Tom Herman's not the answer to your problems. No discipline, poor defensive tackling. Um, it's just not it's just not Texas football that we're used to seeing in the past. So, and not only that, I'm like, all right. After that game, it's like, all right. So maybe we got the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to play the Browns. So we're going to start our winning streak now. Wrong on that. Cowboys all laid an egg of a game, and that defense is horrific. Um, Nolan, the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, it's just unbearable to watch they're, they look, I got I just watched a high school football game and they tackle better than what the Dallas Cowboys are doing right now you pay Jalen Smith is tons of money you pay Demarcus Lawrence all this money and yet they no hustle don't even care I arm tackling uh, Nick Chubb the running back for the the um, Cleveland Browns basically ran all over you in the first quarter and then he gets hurt then you're like all right 
their run game should stop. Nope, they still put up 301 yards against that defense in Dallas. There's no D in D, uh, there's no big D in defense in Dallas, as you can say this year. Uh, something's got to change dramatically. Hopefully, I can change it around against the Giants this week. But and everyone's telling me that Dak Prescott should pay Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak Prescott's also part of the problem too, and I love the man. He they were up 14-7. All the momentum in the world, and then he fumbles the ball. Ezekiel Elliott fumbles the ball. And then what happens? The Browns score on those offensive turnovers, and the, and the Cowboys don't even get a turnover in the game. So that that was just horrible to watch. Uh, Zeke is just n- not even in this. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know what's going on. Um, the offense is just not producing around Zeke. Zeke, that's why I didn't want to pay Zeke all that money because running this is not a running back league anymore uh, unless you have like a Christian McCaffrey, um, someone of that nature who can uh, catch screen passes in the passing game and stuff like that. So, But that, that was just hor- horrendous to watch, and all the Texas teams lost this week, and it was just a horrible week for Texas. So now to get my soapbox out of the way and my bad week. Oh, and then Monday I wasn't feeling good as well. So saying all that, uh, I'm so happy that this week has gone and it's a new week and let's get started. Uh, big week five NFL matchups, uh, some good games, some not so good games, but I'm going to give you my week f- uh, five preview and let's not waste any more, time. any more time. Here we go. First off, I got the Cowboys and Giants game. Cowboys should win this game, but this is the Cowboys defense. Remember Jason Garrett's coming in and you don't think he wants to, uh, have major payback for the way the Dallas Cowboys traded him last year. Oh, and again, the Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett wasn't the problem, as we're seeing right now. It's ownership. It's, until Jerry Jones finds someone who wants to challenge him as an uh, um, an owner, you're, you're going to be A and A at best and never go to a Super Bowl again in your lifetime. That's why Jimmy Johnson left, because you can't challenge his head coach. Bill Parcells is the same way. So, but – Cowboys, if they want to turn their season around, has to start this week against the Giants. If we lose against the Giants, I don't care how crappy your division is. Yes, the Eagles are winning the division at one, two, and one right now. Everyone else, uh, Giants are zero and four, and everyone uh, Washington and Dallas are one and three. But this has to be the the, the game that turns your season around. Yes, if you win, you're like oh, you should have beat the Giants. The Giants are horrible. But if you lose, then all the hell is breaking loose, and then you have no chance whatsoever. So. Cowboys need to right the ship. They they have the Cow, uh, Giants coming up this week. Cardinals following week. Washington Redskins, or sorry, Washington football team the following week. Then you got Philadelphia in a key matchup, and then you got a big Pittsburgh team. So you got to win a couple of games in a row until you play that Pittsburgh Steeler game in about week nine. So look for the Cowboys. I'm going to look for the Cowboys to turn around this week, especially on the defensive end, um, get motivated, and hopefully tackle somebody, and hopefully they get a big win. Cowboys over the Giants. Eagles and Steelers, I got Steelers. Uh, Eagles are too hurt right now. Uh, Steelers are coming off a bye week because um, of the coronavirus test for the Tennessee Titans. So basically they had their bye week um, early this year. So they have a week to prepare for the Eagles. The Eagles are just hurt on the offensive line. They have no receivers. Deshaun Jackson's a no-show. He's going to be hurt again. Uh, Carson Wentz is all over the place. Yes, they won against the 49er team who – it's injured themselves without Jimmy Garoppolo. Nick Boza's out for the year. The whole defensive line is basically out. So 
I don't get put too much stock in that win, but the Eagles did win better than what I can say about the Cowboys. So saying that, I still have the Steelers. I think Ben Roethlisberger and company have something to prove, especially with that defense coming up. They're not going to give um, Carson Wentz any time to throw the ball with that pass rush and with them being healthier and have rested legs and everything like that. Look at the Steelers or the Eagles. Texans, Jags, it's a pick em. I Bill O'Brien got fired this week, long overdue. All the Texans fans are happy, but I think it's going to be a little too late. Um, it's a pick em game. I have the Texans just because they have more players on offensive end and more superstars on the defensive end and J.J. Watt and stuff like that. So Texans over the Jaguars, but don't disregard uh, the stats. Minshew, quarterback for the Jags, he's tend to pop up and have a good game here and there. And it wouldn't be surprised me if it is over the Texans, but give me the Texans over the Jaguars. Rams, Washington, there's uh, nothing to say about this. Rams going to run Robshaw over the Washington team just because Washington's trying to find their quarterback, and I think they're going to tank for Trevor Lawrence too as well. Uh, Cardinals over another pick them get Kyle Murray should have his way with the Jets. Um, just, Jets just have nothing right now. No Le'Veon Bell, he's out for a couple weeks. Uh, Murray and Hawkins should have a field day against that Jets defense, giving the Cardinals over the Jets. Chiefs and Raiders, I think it's going to be close with what the experts think. I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game by 10 points, but I think John Gruden and everyone's going to keep ball control, run the pound the football, keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. But give me the Chiefs over the Raiders because I think Chiefs just have way too much foul power. You can hold them down for four uh, for 58 minutes and still have two minutes and they can still come back from 14 down to beat you. So give me the, just too much firepower on the offensive end. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Trevor, uh, Kelsey, and everyone else around that. Oh, and then they're running back from LSU. It's just going to be a stud in this league. Watch out for him as well. So Chiefs over the Raiders, uh, Ravens over Bengals. Joe Burrow is going to be a great year, rookie year so far. Uh, the coaching staff for the Bengals are doing a phenomenal job, especially with the depleted offensive line who basically are young of it in itself. But spreading the ball out, putting him in the shotgun where he's more comfortable in. But Ravens and Jackson, the quarterback for the Ravens, just too much to handle. I think they have something to prove after the big loss to the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. So uh, Falcons, Panthers, just because there's no Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers at running back. Teddy Bridgewater Bridgewater is the better quarterback in this game uh, over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's along in the two. I think he's way overdue. Uh, Falcons receivers are kind of hurting right now. Ridley and plus they just played on Monday night against Green Bay. So I'm going to pick, but Falcons are going to beat the Panthers just because Ted Bridgewater doesn't have anyone uh, to throw the ball to and take the pressure off him. 49ers and Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are going to tank for Tua. I mean, Dolphins are tanking to get a better draft pick because they get the their draft, number one draft pick, and then they also get the Houston draft pick, which is looking remarkably great right now. Uh, 49ers are completed. Uh, they're giving Jimmy Garoppolo back this week, it sounds like. So 49ers are going to beat the Dolphins probably by 10 points. Uh, Colts, Browns, even though the Browns have a running game, they actually have an identity this year, and the Browns are a better team than what they have been. Uh, I just think that that Colts defense is just – it's probably top two in the league right now. Uh, Phillip Rivers in the running game is just too much to overpounder against the Browns. But I'm going to be shocked if the Browns win this game, but I'm getting the Colts in a three-point win over that one. Seahawks and Vikings, no one's messing with them. Until someone beats Russell Wilson, there's no one. I'm not picking the Seahawks until someone beats them. Yes, they have a depleted offensive line and everything else. Um, they don't have a number one stud wide receiver. Um, Metcalf is basically leading the league in receiving yards right now for some odd reason. That's weird. But uh, Russell Wilson, that defense, Pete Carroll, and now the, has that defense rocking and rolling as well. Um, 
I think Kirk Cousins is just a shell of himself, and I don't think he's a great quarterback. So give me the Seahawks over the Vikings by 10. And then Monday night game at 4 o'clock, Pats, Broncos, Pats over the Broncos. Uh, Bill Belichick's way too much. Broncos just don't have a quarterback right now. Saints and Chargers, um, it's going to be closer just because the quarterback for the Chargers, um, Justin Herbert, is showing out right now, and there's not much tape on him. And he's he's going to be a great quarterback. But the Saints, I think they found themselves a little bit last week, and I hope – and I think that playing in the Super Bowl on Monday night, I think it's just going to be too much for the Chargers over a turn. So I think that the Saints are going to go ahead and win this game. And then Bills and Titans, if this game even happens, good luck. Uh, Tennessee keeps having players test positive. Uh, I don't know. I didn't hear what happened today. Uh, but if this game does happen, it's giving the Bills over time because Titans basically are not going to have enough players. <laughs> They're basically going to be playing people off the street in, the, in this game. So uh, give me the Bills over the Titans. College football, I, picked, I have four games that I want to go over. Uh, Florida A&M, Texas OU, Georgia, Tennessee, Clemson, Miami. Those are the four big games I think everyone's going to tune into this week. Uh, basically, Florida A&M, the 11 o'clock game. People are going to wake up, get into it just because football's on. It's a top 25 matchup, even though I don't think Texas A&M should be ranked. Uh, I think Jimbo Fisher's an overrated coach, and I think that Florida is way better than what the experts say, even though they are number four right now. I just think that they should be number two with that offense. Uh, Trask, the quarterback for the Florida Gators, is rocking and rolling right now. He has way too many weapons on the outside. If the Florida Gators get that defense started, then watch out. They could easily go ahead and win the uh, SEC East this year, and I think they can also make a chance at the in a SEC uh, conference title as well and make it the playoffs. So give me Florida over the A&M by 14 points. Uh, Texas OU, this used to be a great rivalry game. It's usually where but, but OU's down this year. You've proven this year that uh, Lincoln Riley, uh, he really isn't a quarterback whisperer, is he? Because he's always getting these transfer fifth-year seniors uh, or stuff like that. Uh, you had Baker Mayfield come in. He was experienced. You had uh, Kyle Murray, who was a, a graduate uh, player as well. And then you had Jalen Hurts, a transfer from Alabama, who won a national championship. So this year he actually has to start a redshirt freshman. And it's just showing that, yeah, he's probably going to be a great player, but as of right now, he's just too young and too inexperienced. And the OU doesn't have their star running back opted out because of COVID-19 issues as well. So I just think that Texas, I think they're feeling the heat this week. Well, even OU, OU's lost two games in a row. But I think Texas has way too – and I think that Shane uh, – sorry – Texas uh, is not going to let uh, – this is their year to win the Pac- Big Ten or Big, Big 12. I think that they're going to go ahead and do it. Again, Texas wins by 21 points over OU. Uh, Georgia over Tennessee just because it's going to be CBS game of the week for the SEC. Georgia Bulldogs look like they're starting to rock and roll after a week one blunder. Um, Georgia's going to be too much. I just think that their defense is way too much for Tennessee to overcome. Georgia big over Tennessee. Then Clemson-Miami, the final game of the week, uh, Saturday, tomorrow night, is going to be a phenomenal game. I think the U is back. I think that they're um, they're playing great. I think that they recruited well. I think that their defense is turning the ball over. I think that also that the uh, quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes is playing phenomenally well as well. So, But Clemson is still the number one team in the league. They have Trevor Lawrence. They have – uh, Trevor Estienne at running back. They have stud wide receivers. The defense is 
just phenomenal. So give me Clemson in that one. Closer than the experts think, but I think Clemson wins by 10 points. <clears throat> now to get to the NBA Finals, I thought tonight I was going to talk to you all about a little bit of how the Lakers won their 17th title, but that did not happen. The Lakers choke again. Uh, give the give the Heat all the credit in the world. Jimmy Butler had a phenomenal game. I mean, phenomenal. Triple-double, five steals, uh, over 30 points again. Basically exhausted, could barely make, uh, stand up to shoot free throws at the end of the game. Uh, drove to the lane. He just took the game over. Him and LeBron were going back and forth for a while, but Jimmy Butler finally got the upper hand and put the heat in the win column and get their second win. But the Lakers still win uh, three games to two, or winning three games to two. And I think that right now, that I think I think LeBron next game is going to have enough. I think they're ready to go see their family. I think that they're going to put the clamps down. I think that the Lakers are going to take it in six. Um, I told y'all that the series is going to be close within margin of error. You take away game one. This series has been competitive every stretch of the imagination. So, but saying that, I think that the Lakers are too much to handle. I think 80, well, something to watch out for AD kind of hurt himself at the end of the game. He was limping around. So if he's not right hundred percent, then it's a pick em series, but, and also Duncan Robinson keeps hitting, making those threes and Tyler hero. Keeps, it's anyone's game, but I think that the Lakers are going to show, up. I think they're tired of this and I think they're ready to go home. And I think the Lakers are going to wrap it up in six. Um, but I hope everyone enjoys this podcast. I'm sorry I'm still just a little under the weather. Uh, notes is kind of running a little bit. I'm sorry to hear say, uh, say that, but I hope everyone enjoys our weekend. I hope everyone enjoys some football. hope everyone enjoys some family time as well. It's October. It's Halloween. Go to the pumpkin patch with your family. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope everyone's staying safe out there, and I hope everyone just embraces each other and loves each other instead of all this hate in the world. Until next time, guys, peace and love. Bye.